We living out the good life, the good life, yeah. I ain't gotta worry about a thing. Had some obstacles I overcame. You don't have to ever be the same. Cause when we change the mind, we change the game. Absolutely. So today is all about leadership. But, you know, when I when I started hearing about your book, The High Five Habit, a lot of leaders oftentimes, um, we don't give ourselves that high five. We don't give ourselves that that pat on the back as well, too, for the type of work that we're doing to make an impact in the world. So I wanted you to open up a little bit about about leadership and about the high five habit and how we can um, help other leaders um, around the world as well, too. Sure. Um, you know, so it's interesting, guys. I was the most booked speaker during the pandemic. Wow. I probably did 75 virtual presentation keynotes to the world's largest organizations around the world in every single vertical. And, um, you know, we we also always ask our audience to submit selfie videos, at least in a virtual presentation, uh, so that we know what's the biggest challenge people are facing. And I'm going to tell you what the biggest challenge is, and I know you're going to relate to it so that you can think about it in the context of leadership, the single biggest challenge that that people are facing, and they're still facing it because we're still in the middle of this thing, is um, there were two things. Number one was uh, balance and an inability to really f- figure out what to focus on. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that we got asked in every single industry by every leader out there was how the heck do I keep people inspired and motivated right. in this environment? And you know, I don't know what kind of uh, businesses or nonprofits or what kind of impact you're trying to make in your community, but the human design, we're not designed to withstand the relentless uncertainty that we have been facing. And it goes beyond the pandemic. I mean, if you think about the political polarization, if you think about the fight for equality, the injustices that we saw playing out in the news, if you think about just what the news cycle's been like, your nervous system has been in a state of fight or flight for probably six years straight. And um, I think that's true, you know, in particular, not for a white woman like me, but for somebody who is black, especially given what's been going on in the backdrop of this country. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm going here because I think it's really important when you think about leadership that you actually understand where people are at physiologically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And people mm-hmm. are beaten down. Yeah. People are exhausted. People are fried. And when you are in that kind of state in your body and in your nervous system, it is very hard to feel motivated. It's very hard to feel focused. And so when you think about leadership, there's a concept that's called emotional contagion. They did this research study where they uh, took leaders and they would they put one group of leaders in a room and they made them watch breaking news for 10 minutes 
which of mm. course jacks your cortisol levels. It lowers your mood. It makes you feel negative. And then they put the other group of leaders, no kidding, in a room and had them watch memes with puppies and kittens. Wow. And when you then sent them in to run a meeting, it took less than two minutes for everybody in the room to sort of absorb their energy. And so, you know, one of the things that I want you to think about if you're managing teams or if you're trying to inspire other people is it does begin with you. And that's where the high five habit comes in. And I'll explain it very quickly. And it leverages all kinds of science in a really important way to help you start your day by sending yourself into your day, having your own back, lifting your mood, giving your nervous system a jolt of positive energy. And, and this is really important, setting an intention for how you're going to show up today. Wow. Right. And so let me tell you how this is going to roll because I invented, I didn't write the high five habit book because my first book, which was five years ago was called the five second rule. I wasn't sitting around going, I need a book. I need a book with a five. No, what happened for me is life punched me in the face. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, my life turned upside down on March 10th when my dream job uh, I got fired from, I was a daytime syndicated talk show with Sony Pictures Television and they found COVID at the CBS Broadcast Center. And with five minutes notice, they said, you're out, everybody's fired, get your stuff and move. We're evacuating the building. Oh, just like that. And then that was the first hit. And then the second hit was that my publisher told me that they were canceling my book contract, which they should have done because I hadn't written anything in a year. So they were certainly within their rights to cancel the book contract. And uh, but they wanted money back that I had already spent you guys. And then every speech that I had booked started to cancel. And so I'm now thinking, oh, my God, how am I going to make payroll? How am I going to take care of the people that work for me? The PPP loans were not in place. Like I, I, I and then I also kind of had this whole nosedive of this is how this goes. Are you serious? Like I was fighting with God. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. A decade ago, I'm eight hundred thousand dollars in debt. I claw myself out of it. I build a business. I'm yeah. a decent, kind person. And now yeah. it's all going away. What? Yeah. Wow. And so I'm sure all of you remember the moment when you knew your life would not be the same because of the pandemic, yep. whether it was the yep. kids coming home or the office closing, or you can't go see your grandparents or your parents or whatever it was. And, you know, it doesn't even really matter what the backdrop is because in April of 2020, I woke up with a very familiar feeling and I'm sure each and every one of us can relate to it. And that very familiar feeling is this, I'm overwhelmed by my life. Like I I can't handle one more thing. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Yes. And you know, how many of you can relate to this where you're like, please, can somebody just take care of this for me? Like, why am I last time? Why is everybody like, I can't deal with this anymore. And so I dragged myself into the bathroom. Honest to goodness, this is what happened. April, 2020. And I'm standing in front of the mirror and my attitude is in the, the gutter. And I catch a glimpse of my reflection and I think, oh, my God, you look like hell. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's this habit, everybody, that we all have. 
every human being on the planet has it. And I'm on a mission to teach every human being on the planet to break it because it is the secret to everything. And the habit that you have right now, I didn't even realize I had this, is that every morning in the bathroom, you do one of two things. You either ignore the human being that's standing in the mirror or you pick them apart. Mm -hmm. This is how everybody's day begins. We talk about meditation and gratitude and prayer and all these amazing things that help and exercise and drinking the kale smoothie. But none of those things address the habit that is actually holding you back, which is a habit of rejecting yourself or picking yourself apart. Wow. And wow. what happened for me that morning is I started to engage in it. Oh, there's a dark circles, my saggy neck, one boob hanging lower than the other. You got up too late. You're never right. going to get through the to-do list. You screwed this up. You didn't remote like just the pile drive starts. And it's so familiar that I doubt you even realize how often you're doing this to yourself. And I don't know why I did it because it sounds really dumb, everybody. And I think you can tell I am not the kind of person that minces words. I am not here to like sell a bunch of fluff. I am cynical. I'm resigned. I'm a little doubtful about things, especially after the last six years. For whatever reason, I literally found myself raising my hand and high-fiving the woman I saw in the mirror. There it is. And I think it was God. I think like right now, that was divine intervention. It was like, okay, yeah. she's ready now. Drop she's it ready. in now. Let's yeah, go. she's ready to take this out now. The world needs this now. Okay, and we're going in with the high-five. And go. something shifted, everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing this for about a month, as cheesy as it sounds, I'd send myself into my day with a high five. Now let's stop for a second. If you think about your favorite sports team, how do they begin any game worth playing? High five. Yeah. They do not stand around a huddle and go, Meg, sorry, you blew it last time. And today's going to be terrible. And Kenny, I don't know, man, you're really disappointing me today. And you're never going to get that. We're never, you know, we might as well quit right now. Cause I'm never going to like, you don't do that. You actually pump each other up. And and so, you know, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you start your day? There's research from Harvard that says if you as a leader literally just take less than a minute and you set an intention for your day, it changes your focus. It changes your productivity. It actually changes your ability to show up and impact people. Right. I want you to aim that research at yourself. And every morning when you stand in front of the mirror, first of all, I want you to realize how hard it is for you to look at yourself without picking yourself apart. Just be with the human being that's staring back at you because there's two people in the bathroom. There's you and there's a human being in the mirror who's trying, who needs your support, who needs you to be a little bit kinder, who needs you to start pointing out the positive instead of focusing on the negative. Yeah. They need you to wake up. Yes. And realize that they are there. That is your soul yeah. staring back at you and you ignore yeah. them. I've been doing the same thing. Can I say and this though? Yeah, please. Can I, say, can I say this? I believe that, um, and guys, can you meet, meet that main computer? Because I still hear a little feedback here. Thank you. I believe that um, there are so many people that are awake, but they're not getting out the bed. You know, like when your body is just like so tired and mm-hmm. you're like, I don't feel like getting up. 
And, and the reality is, is that you've got people to serve and you got company coming. And the company that's coming is life that's about to knock on the door. And you know life is about to, about to come, but your eyes are awake and you don't want to get out the bed to actually move and, and make it happen. You don't want to get yourself together. You don't want to get yourself dressed, get yourself fly, whatever the case may be. And five minutes when you know you get that call, life is coming, life is coming. You then want to get out the bed. By then it may be a little bit too late. So I think like, you know, the, the intention of what you talk about, you know, means so much because we actually talked, spoke about intention earlier in today's yep. uh, talk and how, and I'll pass it back to you after this, where, uh, you know, Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys is very intentional about his brand. And the reason why is because he does a press conference with the local press. He doesn't have to, he's a billionaire. He doesn't have to do a press conference to give more information about his brand to, you know, other uh, uh, media, or he'll do a every a weekly uh, uh, radio show. I, let's every see, single- hold on a second, Kenny. I actually think it goes deeper than that. So I just saw yeah, Wendy say that it's brain fog. Yeah, I actually think the reason why you have brain fog, Wendy, mm-hmm. is because you're not designed to withstand this level of uncertainty. Come on, your nervous system is fried. And that impacts your brain's ability to focus. And so what I'm going to teach you guys very quickly, because I only have five more minutes before I got to jump onto my next interview. We're in the middle of this huge PR tour. So I wanted to hop in and say hi to my friend Kenny here. Um, But I. So let me just teach you how to do this. So first things first, do not lie in bed. It's the worst place for you to be. Use the five second rule. Count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one. Get up. That's number one. Number two, you're going to start your day with a high five to your heart before you actually even high five the mirror. You're going to put your hands right here in the center of your chest, everybody. We're going to do this right now. Take a deep breath with me. Then you're going to repeat these sentences. Right after I say them, I want you to say them to yourself as you press into the center of your chest. You're going to say, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm loved. Now, what did you feel as you press in your chest and you say this? And you might need to say it 75 times some morning. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. Well, what you're doing, everybody, is you're using science to, you're using science. So you have this thing called a vagus nerve that runs from your seat all the way through every major organ, through your vocal cords to the top of your head. It is an on-off switch between your stressed out, dysregulated, anxiety-ridden nervous system, and what's called your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your calm, cool, grounded nervous system. Mm -hmm. You need to start your day by pressing against the center of your chest like that, everybody, and going, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved. Repeat it 37 times if you need to. You'll feel yourself come back into your body. You'll feel the anxiety start to disappear. You'll feel your nervous system smooth out. And what's cool about this is it's a way to take control. Because if you can hear yourself saying those words or thinking those words, it's actually true in that moment. Mm. And you need to learn how to come back into your body and to flip between your stressed out alert nervous system into the calm, cool one. Then you're going to walk into your bathroom. I I think you should brush your teeth first. Let's get the gunk out of your mouth so you don't spread dragon breath on everybody. right, right, Right. Then let's get the gunk out of your mind, body, and spirit. And this can be generational, by the way. 
So I was talking with, uh, I don't know if any of you guys follow Mr. Jason uh, Wilson. Yes. Very good friend of mine, Jason Wilson. Amazing. He wrote uh, Cry Like a Man, Battle Cry is his new book. And we were talking last night and here he is. His whole work is about helping men and boys in particular build emotional resilience and build emotional strength. Wow. And he said, Mel, when I tried to do the high five, this powerful thing, man of deep faith, he said, I found myself resisting it because my father never did that for me. Wow. And I realized that resistance to even seeing myself. So you're going to brush your teeth. You're going to stand before yourself. You're going to see the human being. And then you can ask yourself this question, which you've probably never asked yourself. I've never asked myself this before this. I looked at the woman I saw in the mirror and I said, what do you need from me today? Mm. And the answer might be kindness. It might be, I need you to actually have some fun today. I mean, it's been a real drag to be with you, Mel Robbins. (laughs) I don't know what's going to come into your mind in the morning. Yeah. Then you're going to raise your hand. You're going to seal it with a high five. And this is where the science gets bananas. So Kenny, whenever you've high five somebody in your life, what is the high five meant? Um, congratulations, a reward. I love you. I see you. I believe in you. Keep going. Yeah. If a, if a teammate blows a shot, I shake it off. Let's do this. You have never once high five somebody and thought, I hate you. You yeah. suck. You're a right. failure. It's not going right. to work. We're about to lose. Right. Here's the cool part about the high five habit. Everybody. This is why this is the number one audiobook in the world right now. We released That's it two good. days ago. It is the number one selling book in Canada. We are the number nine book on all of Amazon. Come on. We are like the, 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 the world needs this. Yes. When you go to raise your hand to your own reflection, your critic silences and your brain grabs the programming that's already in your mind associated with a high five. Mm. It also gives you a drip of dopamine. It Mm. also has your nervous system give you a jolt of celebratory energy. Because your brain does not know the difference between high-fiving somebody else or high-fiving yourself. Mm. So you receive for free in less than five seconds the benefit to your own reflection. And over time, what happens is you actually reset and reprogram your entire mind. Mm. So if you want to make an impact on people, First, start with yourself because your relationship with yourself is the foundation of every relationship that you have. Mm. Ground yourself by giving your heart a high five and then walk into the mirror and see the human being in there and ask yourself, what do they need for me today? And then raise your hand in defiance of all the garbage that you've dealt with in your life, all the judgment you've thrown at yourself, all of the issues that you have facing and send yourself into your day with the energy and the dopamine and the rock solid resilience of knowing that no matter what happens, if the tech screws up and there's a lot of microphone feedback, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because Kenny still knows that Kenny has his own back. That's right. Kenny's still going to cheer for Kenny. That's right. Kenny knows he's trying. Kenny knows he's worth supporting. That's what that high five says. That's why you need to do it. That's but right. Kenny, I hope that I hope that that was uh, that was hope what you were hoping that was, for. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for May for Mel. Give it up for Mel. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And by the way, we have a free challenge that starts Monday. 
Just okay. go to highfivechallenge.com. The number five, oh. high, the number five challenge.com. Get in it. It's yes. free. I'm leading it. There are all kinds of crazy, amazing uh, guest uh, speakers that are jumping in. We already have 50,000 people registered in it. We're going to get to 100,000 by Monday. It is going to be so positive. We're going to rocket you so high. You're going to need a parachute to get back down to the ground. Let's um, go. Let's go. I'm Kenny, ju- Meg, I'm thank you, everybody. The, 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 book, the book is here and everything, Mel. So thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I grab the book. I'll be uh, and I'll, I'll take some pictures and everything with it posted on. Let's Please. go. Listen, Mel, can you do me one more favor? Can you repeat yeah. after me? Yeah. When we change the mind. When we change the mind. When we change, we change the mind. We change. We living out the good life. The good life. Yeah. I ain't got to worry about a thing. Oh, no. That's some obstacles I overcame. Oh, yeah. You don't have to ever be the same. Oh, Lord. Cause when we change the mind, we change the game.